بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما وألحقنا بعبادك الصالحين أما بعد الحمد لله respected brothers and sisters in Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been most compassionate and kind towards us that we enjoy the beautiful month of Ramadan and tonight is the last night of Jumu'ah of the month of Ramadan and uh, Jumu'ah as it is in Sharia is the Eid of our week and this is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has encouraged us to send abundant salutations upon him on the day of Jumu'ah in a hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam states that the person who sends and recites 1,000 salawat and salutations and greetings upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the day of Jumu'ah, which has commenced already from Maghrib. That person will not die until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows him his abode in Jannah, which means it is a glad tidings of death with Iman, husnul khatima. And death with Iman is one of the greatest, it is the greatest gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can bestow. That he leaves, a person leaves this world in a state of full and complete iman and belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Respected brothers, uh, the night of Jumu'ah is also coinciding with the 27th night. So it is nurun ala nur, light upon light. Therefore it is not uh, a, a night for us to be wasting our time in futilities. But we should engage in the recitation of the Qur'an, in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in salah. In fact, one verse encapsulates this, قُتْلُ مَا أُوحِيَ إِلَيْكَ مِنَ الْكِتَابِ وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةِ Recite the Qur'an, establish salah. And in the same verse, Allah says, وَلَا ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ And the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most great. So these are the a'mal we need to engage in, whether we are in i'tikaf or whether we are at home. Whether we be the males or females of our homes, we should spend our time, especially tonight and the remaining nights, uh, in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it coincides with Surah Al-Jumu'ah, which was recited also tonight. Jumu'ah, the day of Jumu'ah, is the special day in the deen of Islam. As in a hadith of Sahih al-Bukhari, it is mentioned Rasulullah sallallahu says that the Nasara, they chose Sunday for their day of worship. And the Yahud chose the day of Saturday. And the Ummah of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is blessed with the day of Jumu'ah. As I said, which is the Eid of the week. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has uh, emphasized the importance of giving the true respect and dignity to this day. Unfortunately, the day of Jumu'ah is no longer as important as it should be. In fact, the word Jumu'ah comes from the word Jama'ah. Jama'ah means to congregate. The entire community congregates. The Salatul Jumu'ah is not like your general Salawat, the obligatory Salawat, which can be performed either individually or in congregation. Salatul Jumu'ah must be performed in congregation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the verse which was recited tonight, Ya amanu, idha nudiya lis-salati min yawmil jumu'ati fas'aw ila dhikrillah. When the call is made for Salatul Jumu'ah, so in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when was the call for Jumu'ah? That referred to the adhan at the time of the khutbah of Jumu'ah. In the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, 
the adhan which is referred to in this verse was the adhan of the, the khutbah. In the khilafah of Sayyidina Uthman ibn Affan, the third khalifa of Rasulullah sallallahu the congregation had increased. The amount of people in Medina Munawwara had increased tremendously. So with the consensus of the Sahaba, with ijma' of the Sahaba, and consensus of Sahaba is a shari'i proof. Because sometimes when a person is told that the Sahaba did something, they say, where is it in a hadith? So if we understand the functionality of jurisprudence in Sharia, to establish any authenticity or correctness of an action, it has to be established either in the Qur'an or the hadith and teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his transmission, or through the consensus of what the Sahaba radiallahu anhum had encouraged and endorsed. Because it is impossible, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, As-Sahaba to kulluhum adul. The Sahaba are all just when it comes to matters of deen. It's impossible that all the Sahaba collectively can unite on some type of deviation or some type of innovation which is not tolerated in Sharia. So Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu anhu then instituted with the consensus of the Sahaba, another adhan which was done a little earlier to ensure that the people who are living a little further away, they hear the call for the preparation of Jumu'ah and ensure that they make it for Jumu'ah. And the call was not made, okay, if they don't make it, they can make another Jumu'ah later. So Jumu'ah in its essence is one Jumu'ah that has to be performed. And this is how it was throughout the Islamic history. One Jumu'ah is performed in a city or in a town, yes, Thereafter, if the congregation is too big, then you have a second venue based on the need, a third venue based on the need. But it is not just done willy-nilly that a few people get together here and do a Jumu'ah, we do a third Jumu'ah and a fourth Jumu'ah. Yes, we do understand that when we were going through this difficult past two years, there were restrictions and people's inability to attend in large gatherings. That is a different situation. Sharia facilitates and accommodates that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a deen which sees to the needs of all times. So when there are restrictions and difficulties, there's a maxim in, in the principles of fiqh and jurisprudence, which is, الْأَمْرُ إِذَا ضَاقَ إِتَّسَعْ وَإِذَا اتَّسَعَ ضَاقَ When الْأَمْرُ إِذَا ضَاقَ When matters become restricted and tight, إِتَّسَعَ الْحُكَمْ Then the ruling becomes lenient and easy. But when conditions are open and normal, then the ruling has to be strict. You have to go back to the original. So this is the principle of Sharia. Therefore, it is important for us to understand that Nabi Wasallam mentioned virtues of going for Jumu'ah. He said, for example, in a hadith, Man ghassala waghtasal, that person who has a thorough ghusl and spiritual bath on the day of Jumu'ah. And, wa walam yarkab. And he goes walking to the masjid, to the best of his ability, based depending on the distance that he's living from the masjid, and he doesn't mount his conveyance. وَبْتَكَرْ And he tries to go early. وَدَنَا مِنَ الْإِمَامِ وَأَنْصَتْ And he sits close to the imam, unlike what we see nowadays in the masjid. So people come into the masjid, they start from the last saf, whereas the saf of the men is the first saf. The saf for the ladies is the last saf, because it's easier for them to leave after salah without intermingling with the men. But now the men are performing salah in the back saf, or they're standing in the back of the masjid. And the whole talk is carrying on, and they wait to hear the iqamah and say, okay, the khutbah is starting, let us rush forward. It's like people saying, we're going to attend salat with taraweeh. The imam can carry on reciting. When we hear, okay, he's going to ruku, Allah Akbar, then we rush. You're fooling yourself. You haven't attended the salat in reality. You haven't heard the whole khatam of the Qur'an. Some people say, okay, we're going to attend the gathering in which they're reciting three paras or five paras. 
And then they're sitting in the back when the imam goes into ruku. They said, no, Alhamdulillah, we did our khatam in three nights. The khatam the imam got and those who are with him in salah. We don't get the reward of an amal by wishing for it. You, you can't wish for an amal. You have to do the amal to get the full reward. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Dana min al-imam. They sit close to the imam. They don't start in the back, especially our masjid is big, alhamdulillah. We have a courtyard, which is supposed to be for the overflow of the salah. We don't start the salah from the back. And the, the sufuf of the salah is like the rose of malaika. We stand, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa used to be very particular. And he, uh, Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab and the sahaba used to walk in between the safs and ensure that there's no gaps, that there's no uh, uh, spaces and people are, are straightening the saf. So similarly, when we come for Jumu'ah, the congregation should start inside the masjid. It's not appropriate every time the imam has to announce, okay, come now, please come forward. And people are still performing salah in the back, one standing on one side in the east, one standing in the west, one standing in the north. What type of congregation is this respected brothers? So part of the adab and etiquette of coming to the masjid is starting and filling the sufu from the front. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa endorses in a hadith. You can... Feel uncomfortable if you want. Ah, it's not my words. It's the words of Rasulullah sallallahu If you're uncomfortable, then there's a problem inside. We need to go for uh, a checkup in our hearts. And a checkup which the cardiologist won't be able to identify because it's a spiritual sickness that we have. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us understanding. He says, وَدَنَا مِنَ الْإِمَامِ وَأَنصَتْ And he says, quiet and attentive. And what happens when we come to the masjid, brothers? We come to the masjid, there's one bayan happening in front, and there's ten bayans happening in the rest of the masjid. There's one bayan happening in the courtyard, one happening in the masjid, and nobody's paying attention. Nobody's listening. And they say, ah, this, uh, Mawlana just say the same thing every time. Listen to the same thing, at least make amal. The mu'addin gives the same adhan from the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now, I never change the adhan. We don't say the adhan is gone stale now. We need to change the words of, of the adhan. Because a Muslim is one that listens, even if it's the same thing that's repeated, and we make amal on what is being said. So the mu'addin says the same words from Sayyidina Bilal till now, radiyallahu the words haven't changed. So even if the Imam is saying the same talk every week, I need to check and see, is this coming into my life or not? Am I making amal on what is being told? And the first thing is for us to at least pay attention and listen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises hidayah for people who listen. فَبَشِّرِ ibadi, Glad tidings to my servants. الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلِ Those who listen attentively. فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنَةً And then they try to follow the good of that which is told to them. So the first thing to benefit and get hidayah and guidance from Allah is to listen attentively. We don't listen to the talks of deen the whole week. Perhaps we come to the masjid once in a while. On the day of Jumu'ah, when there is some, of, some advice, we're not listening. What type of imani strength will we have to defend ourselves against the onslaught outside on our iman, on the iman of our children, on the objections which are laid and people become doubtful with regards to the aspects of deen? How are we going to defend ourselves, respected brothers? So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Dana min al-imam wa amsat. Remain silent and listen attentively. What's the reward for coming to Jumu'ah? And inshallah, I'm saying it now so that tomorrow we can prepare for Jumu'ah in this way. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, For every step that you take to the masjid, for every step that you take to the masjid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the reward of one year nafil fast and one year nafil salah. For every step. And it's the month of Ramadan and the rewards are multiplied even more. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a true understanding, respected brothers. Now inshallah we'll commence our dhikr and we request the brothers that when the dhikr is being made, 
Uh, let us contemplate this is, as we always say, it is to, to get into an environment in which we spiritually sitting together, the name of Allah is taken. There must be some special servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sitting here. When, if a person sits alone and takes the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it has a different effect. And sitting together, inshallah, taking the name of Allah and remembering uh, the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will have some spiritual effect. Let us start to concentrate on what the words are and inshallah thereby benefit from this gathering inshallah.